0: Well, you know, there's all kinds of investments going into artificial intelligence, big data, et cetera. But I really come back to the APIs. What's happening is, is that the whole intratech momentum is spawning so much innovation, so many other ideas, all of which are sort of a small scale. Something needs to be able to put them all together to create a greater value than anyone individually. And APIs have the potential to do that.
1: This is the Insurance Technology Podcast, where we bring interesting people from across the insurance ecosystem to discuss and debate technology's impact on the industry. Join us each episode for insights and best practices from industry stewards and tomorrow's innovators. Now, here's your host, Reed Holsworth. Welcome back, everyone, to the Insurance Technology Podcast. I'm your host, Reed Holsworth. In this episode, we're meeting back with David Rowe once again. If you didn't listen to the previous episode, you should. David is just a wealth of knowledge. But in this episode, we're going to talk about the tech trends that he sees really impacting the industry and what he's working on today within insurance and insurance technology. Then we're also going to learn, you know, what does David do for fun? What does he do when he's not talking insurance, uh, which he's basically dedicated his life to? So really good stuff. Stay tuned. It's going to be a great episode. I met with a carrier last weekend and, and we were out, um, had a couple of cocktails and literally they said, Hey, what do you think? Should I double down and invest, you know, however many tens of millions in our portal right now, or should I open it up and invest in an API? And, and I'll tell you, there's a lot of carriers that are out there that are really proud of of their portals. And I will say too. They're, some of them that have had amazing portals have really scaled their business because of it. In right. the past, like seriously, I'm not going to name names, but they have. They, they, I mean, tremendously. And so, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? It's well, a I-
0: odd topic right now. You well, know. I think for those carriers that have a great relationship with their agency base and have been able to, uh, market this to them, uh, and they have a great loyalty, the portal has worked. It's been efficient. It's hard to argue against, you know, some of the efficiencies it's, it's maintained. I do see a, t- a trend toward APIs and it's not just happening from the portal, uh, out to the agents. There's a, inside the carrier itself, there used to be a monolithic system, uh, for the policy, the billing, and, and, and even cl- the claims capability across the lines of business, it was a suite-type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, what's happening is that's getting broken up now. I mean, it initially started out as best of breed. Then it went to suite. Uh, you know, you could buy a different system for policy or billing claims from different vendors. But then it went over the last 10 years towards suite. Now you're seeing things being broken up into microservices. With this advent of, you know, intratech-type investments, you know, an an, uh, appetite screener, a rating module, a forms capability, an underwriting workstation, all those are – not any one carrier vendor can invent all those things. So they're opening up their architecture to add value with APIs out to best-of-breed little – uh, microservices that may in vendors that are supporting them. That's carrying over into the agency marketplace as well. Yeah. And so uh, APIs are important. Uh, you know, a comparative rating which uh, it really got uh, implemented. Uh, in the uh, 80s, uh, uh, AMS uh, was very strong in this uh, uh, in the comparative rating market. Uh, never really uh, was allowed in the in the in the commercial lines area because it was it was going to commoditize commercial lines insurance, uh, and no one wanted to really do that. It, but personal lines went that way. What's happening now in uh, comparative rating is it is happening in small commercial lines and a couple of other commercial lines as well. But when you think of it, it's almost like the problem I had almost 40 years ago. Each of these comparative rating vendors have to now interact with and interpret APIs differently for each of the different carriers to get into their real-time portal or rating engine or whatever it might be. So here's another opportunity where scale can come about. And that's where I see uh, uh, Ivan's playing a tremendous, tremendous role. One is adding value again by being uh, an API intermediary for the industry for all these other components. And in fact, you know, I'd love to see uh, not just uh, handling it, you know, comparative rating, I could see certificates of insurance, but uh, really going back to that old APT idea, how do you handle a way to extend company unique data uh, in in an efficient way? It could be that some of that logic that we had at APT could be an in, in, in IVANS-type entity to kind of break through the upload-type problem that's, you know, that is, the SEMC, the upload, the straight-through processing-type problem. I, I see IVANS situated uh, very well there. I think that Reed French uh, made a brilliant mood when applied, acquired IVANS. I think that Taylor Rhodes has been fantastic with his strategy to open it up. And I think with you leading it, I could see a great chance for Ivans to get that big V back in the middle of it and make a huge contribution to the industry.
1: Well, I mean, that's the goal, right? And that's what we're doing. And and what you're talking about is literally what we're working on. It's a, such a problem in the industry because of all this carrier unique information. And frankly, there's just no connectivity um, within the industry. We want to solve that. I mean, as you know, we just launched the, the distribution platform Literally to solve this on the submission side, um, and and just like you said, by opening this up, and, and it was interesting what you said. The carriers are opening up, the the policy administration systems are opening up, the agency management systems are opening up. I mean, we know that, right? And now Ivans is opening up.
0: And- and, and speaking of opening up, you, you've actually led me to the point, which is the most important one, keeping Ivan's itself position from a branding point of view, open and neutral. And mm-hmm. I have to applaud, you know, the fact that you're there and the tail has done what he's done is position this in a trusting, open way. It's the only way that it's going to reach its full cap- capability to serve the industry is to be open and be neutral. The same way, that I applaud, you know, the founders of AMS, you know, the commercial unions and the CNA, keeping mm-hmm. it open as you know, f- you know, for the good of the industry and not being a proprietary solution. Yeah,
1: no, one hundred percent, and that's that's what we're doing. It only works that way, and it, it's just so interesting uh, what you are talking about is still so relevant today, and these are still real problems that we need to solve in our industry. But I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, I see it actually happening now. You know, I mean, when we talk about all of this, everything, all of the everything that you've done in in your career, do you see this really happening now, or is it going to revert back to portals or something else? I don't know. You
0: know, well, you know, one of the precursors. I was just on another call a little while ago, and you know, rating is a topic that's uh, almost a precursor to if you're in the p- policy administration business, rating becomes one of the first things you do. If you're an agent's office, the rating is, you know, the comparative rating is one of the first thing you do. I think rating is the tip of the spear to touch this issue. And the fact that you you are seeing some of the successful, very successful comparative rating, shopping market type uh, companies actually look at IVANs to uh, minimize the multiplicity of all these API interfaces. The fact that that's going to go there, I think that you're going to see certificates go there, and I'd love to see uh, APT type activity. You know that ability to to have some way to collect company data and propagate it down to the agency in an efficient way. Uh, you're a natural to be able to uh, to do this. So, uh, but I think that rating is leading the way here, and
1: we have a huge database of all of those those attributes. But standing it up opening it up and allowing others to connect to it. It's an interesting thing. Um, It really could drive a lot of value back. Um, It's just a, such a, you know, it's, I think it's, it's hasn't happened in the past because people haven't taken the time to do that, have that, to go through that big of a lift, if that's even a word, (laughs) Um, but to really go through the work of getting that done. And then like you said, Having the, the the relationships the connectivity to actually be able to deliver it to to all the vendors and everybody in the ecosystem, it's hard I mean and you know
0: well there's but, a there's a more manageable number of players uh, than you know in my day there were fifty plus agency vendors, you know there's a more manageable number of players that can be brought together to try to deal with this this issue yeah, yeah, you know let's go go back a little bit let's go back a little bit in
1: history. So when you were at AMS, CNA, I mean, CNA is AMS. Who are some of the people that you worked with there that are still very active in the industry or have done big things in the industry? People that names that people would know, you know, because I feel like I know a lot of you guys and I feel like, you know, there is a lot of people kind of connected together that are still very relevant in insurance and insurance technology today.
0: Well, uh, you know, the, some of the, the the names, obviously Dennis Jucasian, you know, he was a great, great uh, champion uh, and he's he'd been very much involved. He was with Tech Canary and with you and I. So yep. Dennis Jucasian is, you know, a once in a lifetime kind of person. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, another person that was outstanding who we acquired uh, was Doug Roller, who had created uh, Micro Magic, who went on to become the creator of Duck Creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's very sick And uh, Larry Wilson has been still very active in the industry and, uh, uh, you know, initially the founder of PMS. Uh, those are some of the kind of names that uh, I, Jim Hackboth, uh, uh, yep. uh, who was he worked. He, Jim was the president of APT. Uh, that we He was such a trusted person uh, between applied and uh, AMS we found who can we have be the leader of an entity that we both can talk to. Right. <laughs> it, it was Jim Hackbot. And so Jim came in, to, moved to Chicago and, and, uh, did that. And, uh, then, you know, now he's the head of a sure
1: Yeah, no, Jim is awesome. Love Jim. Who doesn't love that guy? Like, seriously, <laughs> if there's anybody listening out there that doesn't like Jim Hackbar, just, just don't listen anymore.
0: <laughs> but those, those, are, those are some names that come to mind.
1: <laughs> um, Well, that's awesome. So, um, so let's, let's, let's switch topics a little bit. What technology do you see having the biggest impact? And you kind of already mentioned it, but what do you see being the most impactful for our industry now, um, or in the near future? You can name names. You don't have to, you can be, you know, in theory, I could see this happening. What are your thoughts there?
0: Well, you know, there's all kinds of uh, uh, investments going into artificial intelligence, uh, you know, big data, uh, et-, et cetera. Uh, but I really come back to the APIs. Be- you know, what's happening is, is that the whole intratech uh, momentum is spawning so much innovation, so many other ideas, all of which are sort of a small scale Something needs to be able to put them all together to create a greater value than anyone individually. And APIs have the potential to do that. So this, this evolution of microservices is given, combined with uh, intertech microservice companies coming about uh, is creating new kinds of value, but there's got to be some way to tie them together with their other enterprise systems for the agent and the carrier. So I really look forward to that as something to have a real short-term kind of benefit
1: yeah I would agree I would agree. It's connecting everything together yeah. right now, right and then and then once once connected, it's going to be really interesting to see the things that come out after that. Re- people are going to be really be able to build some really interesting products in exactly house. that said, and I think it could change the way that insurance is transacted in a lot of ways. If you really dive deep in there, you know we could talk about this for hours, but it would really affect
0: change in, in a good way. In a really good way. Well, oh, there's um, also many creative solutions that are being developed that uh, I've I've never would have imagined, but now can be played with the more traditional uh, policy administration or agency management systems to create something that's that's really uh, really really good.
1: So, how about you? What do you, what are you working on now? What do you have going on? I mean you, you I I know you David, you're an animal. You're you're always in you're you're still deep in the industry. Um what do you, what are you working on? What's what's going
0: on now? Well, I'm still on a number of boards. Um uh if I had to take maybe the largest one that I'm involved with that has been very enjoyable is Insurity. That's a policy administration vendor. Um uh, and they've been making a number of acquisitions lately. Yep. Uh, and what I, th- you know, you, you can say, well, that helps the company grow, increase their available market, and all oh, that's great. What I've been really having the, 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 the best experience with is the way their culture has been improved by the acquisitions they've made, oh. which I really uh, attribute to both Chris Lafon, the CEO, and also uh, Travis Pearson, the head of GI Partners that own Insurity. They've brought in a number of these different assets to uh, extend. Uh, the company, into the MGA market, into data, a, a number of different, uh, into payments. And all those people that have come in are now key leaders inside the, uh, they haven't left or been consolidated. They're the key leaders of the company. So this, this seeing a big company transform in a way, uh, they're doing a lot of acquisition and organic growth too, but open to everybody participating has been really good. Uh, on the other side of it, I'm involved in kind of a growth uh, a company that's uh, in the area of certificates of insurance. Uh, this is led by Kristen Nunnery out in Indianapolis called MyCOI. Yeah. And this was interesting to me because their customer, though they work with brokers and carriers, are the actual contractors, etc., the actual retail customer. So there's almost another level of the pyramid to reach. And that's interesting. And, and Uh, Kristen's a great leader. And so there's a whole span of interesting uh, ideas. I'm 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 really interested in in trying to help serve the industry with new, you know, with new innovation.
1: Yeah, Kristen's awesome, man. I've I've known her for a while and she's she's really crushing it um, with that company. And and it's 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 interesting. Um, I can see a lot of growth there. Insurity, what a great company. You know, we're doing a lot with Insurity right now at Ivan's. Um, I don't know if you know that, but, um, well, yes. I mean, we're doing a lot with most of the policy admins, but more so with Insurity, they've really, they've kind of reached out to us and said, Hey, what can we do better together? And so, um, so we're kind of batteries included, um, within some of the Insurity products connected to Ivan's, um, they want to really help, um, with that connectivity. So that's been really awesome. I've gotten to know them pretty well through that and, um, you know, really, really great company. So, right. um, yeah, that's awesome. So you're still, still working on some big things, doing your thing, um, as usual. So that, that's, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, so in your opinion, what tech influencers should I talk to next? Who should I interview next?
0: You know, thinking about this uh, interview we were going to do, I, this is the one that I thought about probably the most. And I'm going to give you two pairs of answers. Uh, they're going to be totally different. If I really had to say who I wanted, would sit down for an hour with, it would be Larry Wilson and Rob Thompson, the guys that started it all. Yeah. I mean, Larry is still involved in the industry. Uh, he's been very, very successful. Rob left the industry, but he's you know totally brilliant. Without the two of them setting this foundation, that you could have a policy information system you know, using one data model across all lines of business isolate the company uniquenesses. Nothing else could have flown. We couldn't have had any other new generation policy system agency management system. We could have gone down a path of 30 different uh, approaches for every you know kind of accord form that we have. They're the ones who really set the stage. Anything I did in AMS was derivative of the the, uh, the thinking that they had. Um, and so that was, that'd be, you know, in terms of going back a little bit in time, those would be two interesting interviews. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that you'd want somebody who's, you know, who's at the head of the pack right now, who would, who would be, who are the two other people that are, who I think that I respect their thinking. Uh, so I'll give you two names. One is Max Drucker, who's the head of copy data. Oh, you know, yeah.
1: I know Max. One of the things yeah. that
0: you start realizing, and, and this gets to even a, a level beyond that company data thing we talked about, and, and that's that all of a sudden there's all kinds of non-structured data that can be captured from social networking and you know all kinds of demographic information beyond uh, uh, loss history, for instance. And putting that together in a way that helps underwriting is a unique idea. And I think Max understands that in the context of really how to do better underwriting, how to do better policy issuance. Yeah. And uh, he's really built a, a, a fast moving company.
1: Yeah. That's well, yeah. Like
0: rocket ship fast. Yeah. So Rock- he's, I, I think he's, if yeah. you haven't talked to him, I would encourage, he's an interesting person. He is. I know. Him. Yeah. And yeah. then the, the other one who I know, you know, we both know is Ilya Bodner at Bold ah. Penguin. Yeah. And, and Ilya, uh, and obviously he's been very successful in establishing uh, uh, commercial information, uh, you know, quoting, comparative quoting, small business, et cetera. Yeah. But I think to talk to him, I'd want to go for two different things. What's his view of the API issue? You know, can we actually uh, normalize APIs across all the different players, you know, with Ivan's playing a role, he yeah. would be a key insight on that. And the other one is he's there having to collect information. Think of it across multiple carriers for a certain line of business. And then he has to drop that off to be able to get the uh, issuance done. Usually, systems like this will just create 80% of the transaction and and turn you over into the portal to finish the rest. There's ways that can be buffered to make that not look like it's a 20% company unique terminal or a 20% unique portal. He's right at the edge of that issue. And if you're starting to kind of uh, look look at that issue inside Ivans, the APT type issue, yeah. I think he would have a dual perspective of how do I clear that last hurdle of masking what's happening at the company portal inside a single entry form, and as well as handling the API in a way you don't have to do it differently for every rating and agency management vendor. I think he has a lot to give to two sides of that issue.
1: No, he absolutely does. And I know, I know Ilya really well. Um, it's not public yet, but it'll be coming out soon. Press release hasn't gone. By the time this goes out, the press release will be out, but Bold Penguin just signed up for the Ivans distribution platform as one of our partners. And, and, you know, why people say, why would they do that? And the same, same, same thing with Sem, Semsi. Um, I don't know if you know Philippe, awesome guy as well. And anyways, I'm sure you know Philippe. Anyways, um, it's interesting because, it's It was kind of something that gave these guys a competitive edge, having more inventory, but it's right. not worth the cost and the headache of doing it now. And as soon as a carrier is releasing that API, they're not just giving it to one, they're giving it to everybody. So it, it becomes somewhat of a commodity to them. And so he does have an interesting view. And I actually just spoke on a panel with him um, a, a couple of days ago on that topic specifically. And so he's he does have some pretty – big insights there and interesting guy too. A lot of people don't know he was part of Root as well. Yes. Uh, Safe Harbor. He's part of Safe Harbor in the beginning. Right.
0: right. And Columbus, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. 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 And um, they just got bought by, Safe Harbor got bought by ITC maybe? Yes. Think, yeah, that's Half right. A
0: yeah. of the company did. Yes.
1: Yeah. Right. Oh, oh
0: okay. Right, 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 right.
1: Um, so anyways, yeah. So that, no, that's awesome. And you know, it's funny because I I've, I interviewed Dennis and um, he brought up Rob and um and larry as well to, really to, Yeah. yeah 100% yep yeah, yeah so i uh, thought that was pretty cool um so we'll have to we'll we'll definitely go there and max isn't an, max is a very interesting dude i think people w- would really like to to hear from max cuz he's got a lot to say uh, around all of that so those are some good ones man yeah i appreciate it so all right for for the listeners what do you do for fun what does david do for fun outside of um developing accord standards and
0: whatnot <laughs> three <laughs> well you know i go running and now a little more walking than running i i fish i'm starting to play golf again i do uh-huh. a little photography but really uh, uh most of my time is i'm the father of eight children and seven grandchildren and that's uh-huh. the most fun and uh so what it leaves me a little bit of time to still try to innovate a little bit and serve the industry <laughs>
1: Busy man, wow! <laughs>
0: That's a lot. That's a lot. Well,
1: thank you, David. Uh, that was really great. Um, you're an amazing human. I've known you for a long time, and and whenever anybody your name comes up, I always say, just what a great person. And I'm just I'm blessed to know you, man. Seriously, well, thank you, thank you very
0: uh, much for for saying that.
1: And you've done a lot for the industry, and you continue to do a lot for the industry. So uh, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done. Um, everybody loves you that knows you. I appreciate you, David. Thanks, Ray. Thank you. Wow. That was awesome. David is the man. I mean, look, he's been in this industry for over four decades, still staying relevant on the board of my COI and Insurity. He's doing amazing things for those organizations, and he's done such amazing things for our industry, literally at the birth of AL3 from the very beginning. So what an honor it was to, to have David as a guest on our show. Um, if you see him out there, shake his hand. This is an awesome human being, and I'm just really blessed to know him. So it's also interesting that he recommended some of the same people that David did, like Rob Thompson and Larry Wilson. So Rob and Larry, I'm coming for you. So stay tuned for future episodes where – Hopefully, there'll be
0: guests. The Insurance Technology Podcast is a production of Ivan's. Visit insuretechpod.com to contact us, suggest a
1: topic or guest for an upcoming show, and subscribe to be notified when our latest podcast is available. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app. It's where you can also leave us a rating and a review that helps other people find the show. Thanks for listening.